Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Fantastic Minute, the show where we talk about Wes Anderson's Fantastic Mr. Fox one minute at a time. My name is Tyler Boudreaux. And I'm Condra Boudreaux. And we're going to talk to you about Minute 20 of Wes Anderson's Fantastic Mr. Fox. Minute 20 starts with Mr. Fox and Kylie killing chickens, and it ends with Mr. Fox and Kylie running through a field with dead chickens in sacks on their backs. They're not in sacks. What are they? They're, they're in no, sacks. They're, they're just carrying loose. Them in... They're loose chickens. You see those little chicken feet hanging out there. I thought they had them in sacks. Negative. I don't believe you. I'm 100% sure, and I can tweet a photo of this if I remember by the time this episode airs um, <laughs> to prove that I am correct. Jumping ahead a little bit, but when they're climbing up the electric fence, it seems like they just have, like, bags. Correct. And that was the point. I was. That's one of my points for this minute. So the chickens have no bones, according to the electric fence. <laughs> But if you pause, which I did, because I always do, their little feet and their little feathers are just hanging out there, and they are just loose. They're loosey-goosies. Okay. that's I guess that's why I thought they were in bags. Yeah. So the minute starts with Mr. Fox and Kylie in the chicken house, killing the chickens, mm-hmm. which is amusing because Kylie looks very cute when he's trying to bite a chicken and kill it. <laughs> he's really struggling. Yeah. Well, this is the first time they establish he's a possum. Which, Do they? Yes, they didn't. They say they say, they say the word possum yeah, out loud. Yeah, yeah, and uh, Kylie says, "I'm a possum. I don't have the same type of teeth as you." Mm-hmm. Exactly. I really like the performance out of uh, Wallace Wolodarski, screenwriter turned voice actor, whom we've already introduced, but I wanted to bring it back for this minute because I I liked his his performance with the uh, I have the different type of teeth as you and the uh, that's so grisly. There's blood in everything line, mm-hmm. which is just like. Kylie, what did you think you were getting into? The one thing I wanted to mention about that in particular is the chickens that are surrounding the chickens that are dying are so confused. Chick- they just They're just kind of chilling. They're no, they they're looking at the um killings and they are absolutely bewildered. It's super funny. That's not supposed to happen. <laughs> I, I wrote in my note chickens just chilling. You know, I had chickens so confused. So we're on the same track, kind of. Not really. Okay, so Mr. Fox and Kylie leave from the chicken coop out of the door in a nice parallel shot. And Mr. Fox shoots some blueberries and knocks out three more dogs. And the interesting thing about him shooting out the blueberries, they're very 3D. Like, thinking about how they would have shot that sequence... Because they are coming out straight forward. So I think there might have been a little bit of um, computer animation thrown in there to blend with that whole sequence to get the movement. Here's here's my other question. He shoots out three blueberries. Bogus later in the minute picks up another blueberry. No, he shoots out four and there are only three dogs. You hear a distinct one, like, through the show. Okay, for some reason I remember him only shooting three but if he shoots four i guess that's a very easy continuity error to think that they made but actually no. didn't okay but okay so hold on we we jumped ahead Kylie... i wasn't done with them being in the chicken coop okay. um i really like the pan away because we did not dr- address the pan away when uh, mr fox kills the chickens and i think that's oh, yes. really amusing and a really clever nod to wes anderson making a children's movie so I think this is something that could definitely easily be just put in and like him just because it's just an animal biting another animal kind of thing. And that's 
okay for movies most for the most part but because this is a children's movie and these animals need to be taken as people quote unquote that there's this acknowledgement of you can't see a killing on screen and this is also a pg film i will say that the chickens don't count as critters like the rest of the critters do the chickens are not sent well i think that was what our lovely guest sophie reckoned is the domestication versus non-domestication yes but i just want to clarify that like it is okay theoretically for a sentient being to kill a non-sentient being yes the other thing i was going to bring up is this is another heavy-handed reference to science in this minute um so you have back in several several minutes ago um ash and christopherson in the chem lab working on their little experiments and then this time there's a very heavy biological like a biology reference to kylie's teeth type just this funny little thing that gets thrown in through the movie and i'm wondering if that continues to like these random animal facts uh in the way that you found out how many fox years were equivalent to human years i would imagine in a society where there are different types of like physical beings that are like one in the same like in their brains then to compare their physical attributes would be very important it'd be like if people from different countries had like different actual skills and it'd be like i'm from france so i can't see the color red (laughs) i love that example Um, Yeah, no, I just wanted to mention that because I thought it was an interesting way for humans viewing this to kind of get into the world a little more. It's another kind of world building statement in in some way, shape and form. Yeah, I like I like your point about the uh, the panning away from the chicken deaths. I like the I like the falling feathers Mm -hmm. as a euphemistic way of showing that the chicken is dying and the sound effect, obviously. It's and it is reminiscent of every film ever has cut away from violence mm-hmm. uh the most famous example is reservoir dogs which cuts away from mr blonde cutting the cop's ear off mm-hmm. i was thinking tarzan uh, cutting away from um that's great guy that gets hanged and hanging yeah for a children's uh, reference yeah and then in in baby driver they do a similar pan mm. where uh baby pulls forward at so the people doing a robbery don't you can't see the people doing the robbery and then he reverses back into frame for them to come back into the car mm-hmm. that's an, that's another similar way of it panning away and as opposed to cutting away and in reservoir dogs it's not a pan it's just the camera is physically like looking away as if the camera is a face mm-hmm. looking away from the violence um, I just wanted to bring up that shot because I just thought it was very, very cool and a great nod to it being a children's film. Yeah, no, it was a good point. It was a good thing I did not pick up on. I'm glad you did. Um, okay, so back to them being outside in the beagles and the blueberries. Beagles love exactly. blueberries. Why did that last beagle turn around? I had lots of questions during this minute. That was a big one. I know it's for comedic effect, but like the other two get knocked out so quickly and this one's doesn't seem any bigger like maybe it has like a higher metabolism or like a lower metabolism i don't know how metabolisms work <laughs> it, it would have to be a lower metabolism but it's actually yeah, 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 slightly yeah. smaller than the other two or maybe it's just perspective kind of thing 
But it just yeah. doesn't make any sense why that one is false. Well, these dogs have perfect comedic timing, Kondra. That's what you don't realize. These dogs are like Roger Rabbit in that the joke is the most important my thing. My bad. I should have known better. And my follow-up, or or I, I guess with the one thing with that um, dog that turns around, though, you get to see the star eyes um, or the asterisks, what, however you want to call them. I'm sure there's a technical name and I would love to know it. But the eyes of the dog have, not in the swirls that Kylie experiences earlier in the movie, nor the X's that you see in the chickens or the squabs, so in, not in the way that the swirl eyes in Kylie you see or the X eyes in the squabs or the chickens, but they're this new type of eye. So clearly there's something going on different in these animals than in the other animals that have had the same eye kind of experience. Yes. And then my follow-up question to my, my connecting question that connects the beagle to the star eyes is who in their right mind eats a blueberry off the ground stupid bogus well that was also a question i had but my my main point is fox in the previous minutes explicitly said that there was enough tranquilizer in the blueberry to knock out a gorilla and bogus must weigh the same as a gorilla that must have been the comedic purpose of having the gorilla comparison as opposed to as we were talking about earlier the horse comparison because it's harder to equivocate horse equals bogus than it would be to equivocate gorilla equals bogus well i think part of the gorilla comparison too is that gorillas are closely related to and similarly sized to humans so that helps a bit yeah even though the in text it's explicitly referring to beagles that they're trying to knock out not humans so this is kind of more of a meta analysis isn't it always a good time when we go meta it's great it's so meta. Um, the other thing i wanted to say about him eating the blueberry the close-up on bogus's face and you just see all these face muscles moving and just think that it's stop motion and it's like someone intentionally did that it's like squishy face when you like squish a baby's face or like someone who's kind of got a little bit of stuff in their cheeks. What are you why are you squishing babies' faces? <laughs> what are you doing to babies, Contra? That's not what I mean. <laughs> I mean like you know when you have like the creepy aunt in the movie and they're like, oh look at your little fat face and they squeeze the cheek and your the small child is like, ow, oh, my face hurts now. Don't touch me strange. So you're aunt. The, you're the creepy aunt in this scenario. No. But no, I'm just thinking like his face has all these muscles and textures and it's just so beautifully rendered. I did notice you, that. And it's, you have this, it's a beautiful movement and just this attention to detail that you don't always get with stop motion. And I think it truly comes from it being a Wes Anderson movie and he looks for details. Well, I, what I was going to say is having just watched Coraline mm-hmm. a week ago with mm-hmm. you, the court, like uh, most stop motion is usually sur- like surrealist mm-hmm. or something like that where the the character figures are exaggerated mm-hmm. like like Coraline and so the faces are kind you kind of just buy into the faces as mm-hmm. they are but i would say in this movie the faces are a little more realistic to oh, humans oh i think they're scary realistic to humans i was looking up pictures of mr bean the other day for our twitter account mr bean our, 
<laughs> That's why it came up wrong <laughs> the first time I typed it in. That makes so much more sense now. Um, well, no, I was looking up pictures of Farmer Bean, and I was like, dear God, this looks like a real human in some of these pictures, because it was just so lifelike. Yeah, and it is interesting that, like, there's some surrealist aspects of this movie. I'm not sure if I'm using the word surrealist right. There's another word similar to it that I Realistic might be... versus fantastic? No, something else that I'm reaching for that I'm not quite remembering. I guess surrealist humor is like when Felicity turns into a lamp. That's surrealist humor. And so there's another word that I'm looking for that I'm not quite getting. But like, I guess the figures of the foxes, like being so skinny Mm -hmm. and moving so interestingly is that's, that's more of that exaggerated claymation effect, Mm -hmm. like, like a face in the core line. Then the actual humans are, much more realistic even though the bogus buns bean characters are very silly looking their faces are realistic absolutely and even thinking about other uh, human claymations you have like wallace and gromit and those are very bizarre those are designed to look more more simplistic mm-hmm. and silly yeah. uh, james and james the giant mm-hmm. peach it's just like a huge head on a it's tiny it's like body. thinking about the first couple pixar shorts like Wally and B, yeah. where it's simple shapes, and then you have the ones today that are like, oh my god, that's a real human on the screen. It's, it's yeah. the same evolution but... of animation, but in a very different way, because I think it's just a matter of taking the time to do the art to fit the purpose of the film. Yeah, I was going to say, even in modern Pixar movies, if you watch Coco, mm-hmm. Coco it doesn't look like real humans but it looks like what we accept animated humans to mm-hmm. be. And that's what more of Wallace and Gromit is. It's, okay, this is a version of an animated human that we're going to accept for now is good looking. Yeah. As opposed to what we see in Fantastic Mr. Fox, which is this amazing detail in this minute of Boggess's face that is just great to look mm-hmm. at and really expressive. Yes. Back to this surrealist humor, we have the skeleton effect of fox and bean climbing on an electric fence fox and kylie you mean oh fox and kylie yeah. i'm sorry no i love the slop kylie and bean in this movie that's a fun fox <laughs> you never see them on screen at the same time kylie equals bean <laughs> conspiracy theory we've just cracked it open no i wrote the same thing too i think that that climbing shot is so cool and it's another instance of them using computer animation in just such a fluid and funny way. If you think of the whole thing as a quote-unquote shot, it starts with Fox like blowing the blueberries, zooms out to the it, to the dogs fainting, then Fox and Kylie run up, mm-hmm. climb out, climb out of the fence with the static thing. They run toward towards six o'clock out of camera and then bogus and his goons run in mm-hmm. that is an amazing so over, long shot overall in a quote-unquote shot that doesn't cut away to a different angle whatever we call this in claymation that's it's pretty cool especially the zoom mm-hmm. out i didn't even think about that that being a zoom out and it's this whole long shot kind of thing i just really there's so many great little moments in this in this one kind of sequence if we want to call it that yeah, if you just think of camera movement, like the idea of camera movement is so hard in claymation. Mm-hmm. Really, the only things you 
the the only things you can do are zoom in zoom out stuff mm-hmm. like that yeah no it's super cool um but back to the skeletons um you get this really funny really funny outline of mr fox and kylie but the chickens don't have bones and i'm like what happened to these chicken bones i mean kudos to mr fox for finding the boneless chicken so easily available (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah they're they're free boneless get those boneless wings oh yeah (laughs) ah that was a great joke i nailed it i like that joke nailed it oh my other question was can a fox climb a fence um I think they... Mr. Fox can because his fingers are more articulated than a normal fox. So foxes normally have yeah. paws, but Mr. Fox has fingers. I would believe that a f- that a possum could climb a fence. That seems like something a possum I, could do. I think I've seen a possum do that. So, but a fox seems dubious to me. Yeah, how dare a fox? It was interesting when you said when you when we were about to record. You said nothing happened in this minute, and I thought a lot of stuff happened in this. Minute. I don't know. It's just like in the comparison to other minutes that we've been doing recently, like the master plan and Christofferson jumping. It just it doesn't feel like a lot in comparison. There's like not there's, a lot. I guess there's not dialogue, a lot of... which so many of the last few minutes have been so dialogue heavy. I think that's what it might be. There wasn't a lot of character stuff in this other than the uh, teeth. Ky- the Kylie and the teeth mm-hmm. thing, which there's not a lot to extrapolate from. Mi- even Mr. Fox saying, like, hey, give me that, and then killing the chicken mm-hmm. himself isn't even, like, yeah, he's a take charge kind of guy, but that's not, like, indicative of his character. They're just trying to get the mission done. And even with, like, uh, the Kylie being like, what's the master escape plan? And then... Mr. Fox being like, follow me again. That same kind of thing. It's just more of what we've already seen in this minute even. so. Yeah, Mr. Fox kind of makes a plan but doesn't think of all of the plan. <laughs> because his get out strategy was climb over this fence? Maybe not. Well, I guess, I guess that was messed up by the fact that the alarm went off for some reason. We don't know what set off the alarm. And then all of a sudden there's searchlights like going on right away are there like where are these searchlights coming from i think it was the little chicken so in the chicken coop when they were killing the chickens there's this red box above the chicken door and i think that's a sensor it doesn't look like a heater it looks more like a sensor so maybe they are just checking the chickens make sure they don't escape at night and like making sure other animals don't come in at night in which case they could have very well tripped her alarm and cause the searchlights and bogus to come out with his shotgun shotgun no i am older <laughs> um <laughs> some weird sibling stuff in there for you congratulations. guys congratulations case you weren't wondering for the Con- whole Condra is older yeah, than me. and in case you were wondering no we're not married we're brother and sister because we have the same last name that we always introduce ourselves with so no i think that the I think it was something Mr. Fox did because he was not smart getting in there either. And then also they diverted to that other path. And, like, could it have been that other path? Yeah. Like, I think they tripped something along yeah, the way. Yeah, why couldn't they just run to the other path and then... Or I maybe don't know. one of the beagles has a heart monitor, so when it gets below a certain rate, it trips an alarm. What? <laughs> How did you come up with that? That made no sense. It's brilliant. I love it. 
Like, what do you think, like, when someone's at a hospital and they're, like, on a heart heart rate monitor thing and when it starts getting too low and they start to flatline, like, the alarm goes off? But think about it for, like, a dog. Like, so when they go to sleep, it's like, oh, gotta switch the heart monitor collar to the other I'm I'm thinking about it. It's still not making much sense. I love this theory. I'm excited. I'm excited to be a part of it. To wrap up this minute, we have Bogus passes out after eating a blueberry that has enough tranquilizer in it to knock out a gorilla. And comedically, we cut away to Fox and Kylie running away through the fields. Quite excited. Uh, shouting woohoo. Yeah, shouting woohoo. And woo-hoo. Fox says they got to stop at the five and dime to do something we kind of that kind of bleeds into yeah the next minute. it's it, it we it's just really we've got to stop at the five and dime so we get this mention of the five and dime which i have no idea what a five and it's dime like... is other than that it's also in the film oh brother art thou another one of my favorite films um so a five and dime is kind of like a dollar store in which things are just very cheaply priced i guess it's more dollar store is a poor example where i'm living now there's dollar generals I don't know if you know what yes. they are. I, I know what a dollar okay. general is. Or like is. a Walgreens in our area. Um, a cheapish, but not necessarily dollar store level. Like, it's a little bit better than a dollar store. Presumably, like, good enough that Mr. Fox would buy a chicken at. So maybe, like, a corner store. Yeah, yeah that's what it seems to me is, like, a, a general convenience store. But, like, not a convenience store in modern terms. Like, a convenience store in slightly older, like... 50s I think 40s a corner terms. store might describe that even better because that in- evokes yeah. the imagery of like the deli inside and the 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 grocery yeah. to some extent yeah and then the oh brother arthur it's also referred to as a woolworths <gasps> Woolworths which is, is very different that's a that's a that's a whatchamacallit uh like a sears what are those called i don't go in any of those stores what are they called like a not a yeah, department, department store, store. Yeah, like woolworths is a department store it's like but Woolworths is like an old-timey yeah, department store. Yeah, yeah. I don't believe any still exist. That's where a lot of the Greenboro sit-ins, like a lot of the sit-ins in the South during the Civil Rights era, took it place at Woolworths. Yeah, they've all, I think the company went out of business in the 70s, probably. There's still some ru- like ruined, like abandoned Woolworths throughout the country and there's actually some interesting stuff going on with them of memorializations for different sit-ins and that kind of stuff for you history nerds out there i know in pokemon go there's a place in downtown of the town we live in where Mm -hmm. there's a poke stop because the labeled this is where the old Woolworths was. Well, that's because was. the old world, the old Woolworths sign. I could never see it. I could never go there because I can't say the word. The old Woolworths sign is in the ground. Yeah, it's commemorated as like a mini memorial in town. Yeah, but I mean, throughout other parts of the country, they mean something very different. So just yeah. in our town, it was a commercialization, like a modernization thing that our town struggles with so very much. I guess. So five and dime is a more general term and like any corner store is, can be referred to as a five and dime. I think it refers to a five and dime of a specific era. This is something I can look up before the next episode though. So that's okay. two things I have to do for the next episode. Five and dime. Well, because this, this takes place more like 60s, Yeah, 70s. I, I want to play, based on Mrs. Fox's clothing or Felicity Fox's clothing, I want to place this late 60s, early 70s. 
and Oh Brother, Where Art Thou takes place in the 1930s. Okay, my only thing, though, with that statement, now that I'm thinking about it, her clothing is in that style, but the people's clothing and what they have for, like, cars and stuff in the end, you see this a little bit more, is different. So that I'm not so sure on. So maybe Felicity's just very, very oh, hip. Yeah. Or super vintage. That you're saying? She's super into the hipster life. Five and Dime and... Oh, you know Felicity's a hipster. She paints lightning that storms. That is true. Yeah. Nope. 100%. <laughs> um, and post image of... I don't remember what I'm supposed to post an image of, but you're going to remind me when you edit this. Yeah, we'll wrap it up here because we're oh running goodness, long. Oh my we're super long. You've got to go I to sleep. Do. I have class tomorrow and work. Oh, the worst. Grad school, man. For those of you trying to figure out our lives, Condra has class and work tomorrow. But you don't know when we're recording. I... Woo! Is there, is there a ghost of this computer? There's one in my house. I'm oh, pretty sure my house that's is haunted. spooky. It's chill. There's no ghosts in Fantastic Mr. Fox. I wish. And with that great analytical statement, we'll wrap up Minute 20 of Fantastic Minute. There are no ghosts in Fantastic Mr. But Fox. But Condra wishes there were. So with that said, we hope you enjoyed Minute 20 of Fantastic Mr. Fox. We hope you can join us next time for Minute 21. I have been Tyler Pedro. And Bedreau. I have been Condra. And we hope you follow us on Twitter at Amateur Nerds. We hope you keep listening to us on iTunes. Or, rate, or rate us and subscribe. We're very close to being on Google Play, too. So tell your Android friends that we are almost on Google Play. You can also find us on Overwatch or any other podcast rod thing. I don't know if Stitcher is yeah, different. Yeah, I think it is. I'd have to submit that separately. Or you can email us at AmateurNerdsPresents at gmail.com if you have any suggestions. Amateur Nerds Present. Amateur nerds present because it's a plural, so it takes a plural noun case. Oh, too late for grammar. <laughs> Sorry. I'm an SAT tutor on the side. This is kind of important okay. to me. I'll forgive you for now. So please email us with any suggestions or funny fantastic minute or fantastic Mr. Fox memories you may have. And we might. Or, or gifts. gifts. I'm always looking for good gifts. If you just want to tweet the if what I think is happening is happening, it better not be GIF, which is one of the greatest GIFs of all time. I'll tweet time, it back at, I'll tweet it back at you because I have it too. Yeah. So thank you so much. I'm Condra again. And I'm Tyler again. And we hope you have a fantastic, fantastic. day. Fantastic.